Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. But right now we want to talk about Game of Thrones. But we're going to talk about it relative to sports because it's been in the news a lot lately. Obviously a lot of athletes, a lot of teams out there very much into the show and there was something great that bleacher report did on game of zones it's a series of videos of cartoons that they've made that are based on sports and this time they decided to focus on luca and Kristaps talking to dirk and the idea of that hey dirk is dying on his deathbed he's almost at the end of his career and Kristaps porzingis has now joined the mavericks and Luca's taking him to go meet Dirk and Dirk's laying down lifeless and just talking to them. But obviously there's so much respect and reverence coming from Luca and Kristaps. And how else would you set that up visually for what the, these folks are about to hear? Well, I would say, you know, as someone who does not watch Game of Thrones, it just struck me as like traditional King Arthur style visuals, right? Yeah. And then also one of the things that's real funny is you'll hear a character at Dirk's deathbed side that is Mark Cuban dressed as a queen is oh, yeah. my best perception yeah, of that. Yeah, yes. Um, and and from, so, the, from the show, he looks a lot like Lady Tyrell. Yeah. From, uh, from Dorne, I think is where she's from. I'm I'm assuming that they're riffing on Game of Thrones in general for all okay. of these things visually. Yeah, yes. The one where uh, that it was another team, it was, it was the, the Lakers. Lakers. It was the yeah. Lakers right after That's that. That's Bran getting thrown out of the window. Yeah, and, and instead of Jamie and Cersei Lannister hooking up in the in the tower, he climbs the whole thing and he sees LeBron and secretly brow. talking to Anthony Davis. Yeah. yeah. So which scene are they making fun of here with the Mavericks? So with the Mavericks, I'm not 100% sure, but the thing that I thought of was like Robert Baratheon laying on his deathbed okay uh towards the very beginning of the the whole series okay because that's when everybody else like the younger I guess generation starts to kind of take over from there so just picture this it's it's like Game of Thrones but it's Kristaps and Luca on their way to see Dirk on his deathbed and Mark Cuban's there dressed up like a queen and they have English accents because of course it's Game of Thrones (laughs) and they're in a castle and we'll play three cuts here's the first one I can't wait to share the court with you and the legendary Sir Dirk. Would you like to see him? Is he, uh, you know, is like a... His uh, spirit is strong, but I am afraid there is not much time left. Okay. He's down to 10 minutes of battle. Oh my. But come, you will make him very happy. Sir Dirk, remember, you can fight for this house for as long as you like. Danke, but I don't have much time left. Maybe only six seasons or six. <laughs> That's fine. That's totally fine. Is uh, now a good time? Sir Kristaps is here to oh, see Oh, yes, yes. Dirk, someone <laughs> special wants to see you. Hello, my Euro father. You shaved your beard, Tyson. Oh, it's no, not that's Tyson. Not a... It's Kristaps. Kristaps. Oh, Kristaps? You're on House Mavericks? I am, yeah. Lord Mark, this truly a wonderful gift. Oh, it's nothing. Almost makes up for the time I took a giant pay cut okay. to stay with House Mavs. Okay, we don't need to re You use the gold on Chandler Parsons. All right, okay. Uh, 
Not good. Okay, well, I will let you boys alone to talk about whatever European things you guys want to talk about, like wine and bread and cheese. I get it. All right. Later, dudes. <laughs> Pretty good. That's Cuban. Walking out the door. Oh, it's so good. All right. By the way, the uh, Luca, Later, dudes. Luca voice is amazing because it does kind of sound like yes. Luca. Yes. All right. Then this next cut from the same uh, cartoon, Game of Zones, from Bleacher Report. Kristaps learns an important lesson from Dirk. Your Grace, I want to learn everything you have to teach me. Let me bask in the light of your wisdom. I will tell you what is the most important. Yes, please. Loyalty. For 56 years... I have worn only House Maverick's colors, even as those colors went through a questionable rebrand. <laughs> and though I showed my opponents no mercy, I made no enemies, because I betrayed no house. Tell me, why did you abandon your house, your families? Well, I was on House Nick's, oh, and... Oh, uh, say no more. Okay, <laughs> yikes, yikes, never mind. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, fantastic. And then finally, Dirk on his deathbed is, you know, you've you've got Luca and Kristaps there kneeling down next to him, and he decides to name Kristaps the next Dirk. Kristaps, do you then swear your loyalty to House Mavericks? Yes, I do. Well, then, in the name of Dirk Nowitzki of House Mavericks, I hereby declare you the next Dirk. Okay, wait, hold on. With all due respect, you, do, you said I was the next Dirk, like like a moon ago. Oh, that's right, okay. Kristaps, <laughs> you will be the next Dirk until Luca comes of age. Right, but I'm already the, the go-to knight, right? I'm scoring <laughs> roughly 20 points a battle. What if uh, maybe both of you are <laughs> the next Dirk? We do double Dirks. Yeah, it could be double Dirks. Maybe triple Dirks. We do triple Dirks. Triple Dirks? Who is the other? I, I think I also told uh, Maxi Kleber that he's the next me. Uh, sir, our next battle starts in eight hours. We need to start your stretches. Oh, so don't. thank you, JJ. I'll be right there. All right, boys. Time to play some basketball. You know, in that clip, uh, Luca kind of remi- uh, reminded me of Henry on Barry. That's what yes, I was saying. Yeah, yeah. God, that show. Heard so the same good thing. Too. Uh, okay, now this is on the Dan Patrick show. This is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, there's, I guess, there's talk that Aaron Rodgers could be on one of the final two episodes of Game of Thrones. Like, is Aaron, he going to? Aaron Rodgers on this Sunday. He is this on this Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Okay, so this is this is Aaron Rodgers on the show? This is Aaron Rodgers on the Dan Patrick show about a year ago when these rumors were starting okay. to float that he might be on an episode of Game of Thrones. All right. Thrones. Have you been approached to be on Game of Thrones? Uh, I can't confirm or deny that. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Did you ask if you could be killed? If they did ask you to be on Game of Thrones, I, I definitely want to be killed or in one of the steamy scenes for sure. Steamy scene. <laughs> yeah, I think you might get killed first. Yeah, I'd probably killed. Yeah, uh, nudity? Would you do nudity? Partial. Partial. <laughs> upper or yeah. lower? Well, it depends on. on uh, if Khaleesi's probably naked, upper. will upper. you be naked? Yeah, probably. They're never naked anyway. There's always, you know, socks and different things. <laughs> but you're willing. No. Not you're not willing. No. Not willing to be naked. It's too much at this uh, point. <laughs> Wait, at this point? Yeah. 
Two seasons ago, he was willing. Yeah. But at this point, it's just too much. Now that guy. they've already shown a bunch of junk, <laughs> it's like, uh, <laughs> if, ever, so, if I was going to be the first junk, maybe. Who was it we had talking about Game of Thrones the other day? Mike oh, Leach. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Mike Leach. Okay. Yep. So another college coach is, is well, talking oh, about Game of Thrones, r- too. Real quick, Ben, I do want to say, so when they had Noah Syndergaard on there, you never really saw him. Like mm-hmm. He was there, and you had to go back. Mac from Always Sunny was on the first episode of this season. Oh, I didn't and see it. It was just a screenshot. Yeah, he was the dude that got shot in the eye with the arrow. It was real yes. funny. Yes. Really? So we're, t- we're talking about this yesterday. I was, I was thinking, so what, does Aaron Rodgers, like, uh, does he throw something at someone? <laughs> or, like... Maybe like threw a rock and it like killed somebody. It's great if he like limped around a corner and it, was like limping with a big modern knee brace on and then threw a rock. I saw that Joey Bosa was in the Battle of Winterfell and it took him forever to find himself in it. Yeah, like he couldn't even find but himself on there, the first watch through. I'm not even watching the show, but it's out there. What he, what the scene he's in? Okay, it's like on some of the blogs. He's in a nude scene with Peter Dinklage. No, he's not. Okay, but Ed Sheeran <laughs> got highly criticized for singing his song. Because he ruined it. Because here's the thing. Here's where you get with the cameos. Okay, like, are you okay with it or not? When Ed Sheeran came in and completely ruined a scene because Arya's character development was skyrocketing and it just got hijacked by Ed Sheeran singing a song. Like all the us, these and I'm other like, guys how, how would you feel if Aaron Rodgers came in and threw a rock and killed somebody? Yeah. What do we go, well, hey, Game of Thrones has completely jumped the shark? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's the thing, though, with having famous people. Like, you know, you're sitting here talking about, I don't, I didn't see Noah Syndergaard or I didn't see Bose or whatever. So I'm assuming with most good shows, you get wrapped into the world, right? You get sutured into that world. Unless something jarring happens, like Ed Sheeran singing a pop song as a bard. Uh, what about like, a Starbucks cup of coffee sitting right. out or a modern-day uh-huh. cup of coffee sitting out? <laughs> and so Aaron's my, shooting arrows in a Packers uniform. My whole point like, being <laughs> stands is that out. No, he's you, just wearing his Packers helmet. You guys have been wrapped up into this thing for eight seasons. Yeah. If suddenly Aaron Rodgers comes running across the screen doing some dumbass thing, y'all are going to be immediately yanked out of Game of Thrones. I roll. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's so late in the game. There's only two episodes left. Uh, Nick Saban has some thoughts on Game of Thrones. Oh, I love it. I mean, you know, it had to come to this. Somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to lose. That's the way it always goes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Everybody's probably got, you know, somebody that they're rooting for, which is how it goes, too. So it'd be interesting to see how it winds up. Do you have a theory on who will will be on the Iron Throne when it's all said and done? Is that freedom? I, I don't know. I think some kind of way Jon <laughs> Snow's going to wiggle his way in there, even though he won't try. It'll just end up that way. Barrett Jones tells us your Friday night speeches were his favorite part of being a player at Alabama. Do you, can you use any Game of Thrones in that? Oh, I think there's a lot of lessons to be learned in that. I know it's a fictional type, you know, show, but you know, you sort of get attached attached to the characters and you know some of the perseverance that they go through and. Uh, some of the things that they do because they are actually competing. I mean, this is going to sound really geeky, but the dedication from like the Dothraki and the Unsullied and how <laughs> really it is all about serving, you know, their queen, their king, and at all costs, it doesn't matter. I mean, they sacrifice everything. No, I, I get it. But, you know, the White Walkers were the bad dudes, man. I mean, if, if we were recruiting, we would go north and, and try to recruit some of those guys. <laughs> okay. They already are the White Walkers, man. They already are. They storm over everybody. I disagree with what he said at the first. What he said, well, we know someone's going to win and someone's going to lose. Not necessarily. Yeah. Now yeah, I think someone's going to win the Game of Thrones. Everybody I, dies simultaneously. You know, this, Breaking Bad had that potential. As we remember when we were going through all the conspiracy theories, and that was ending, and I was like, this is the one show that I think everyone could die. Like they could kill the baby. They could. They could kill everyone. 
Now, Game of Thrones has been way too soft this season, okay? The original creator, George R.R. R. Martin, would not have let what happened now happen. Like, everyone's still alive with two episodes left. Like, Dude, it would have been much more brutal spoiler. in that big fight. The game's not over yet. I mean, yeah. I know, but what I'm saying is, Nick Saban's wrong. This could be something where everyone loses. If, right. if any show is going to go dark enough that everyone loses, it is this show, and they need to do it. Where are we right now, do you think, with spoiler alerts on this show? Should everyone be caught up? You, it's a television event. If you're not, if you don't watch it Sunday right, night. It's Friday. So no, no, I no, want, no. Hold on. KT's wrong on the Sunday thing. If you don't watch it Sunday night or Monday morning, then no, no, sorry. No. It's Friday. It's a you television event, it. sir. If you're really into it, you should have seen it's it. It's a okay. six-episode. Friday, okay. right? Okay. Okay. Right? Yes, I'll accept. How I think about like the last or like the last season of Breaking Bad. If I couldn't watch it that Sunday night, I watched it as soon as I possible. Or you, you just stayed off social media right. for the whole week. Yeah. I'll accept by Friday. I won't accept by Monday. You don't morning. have to I agree leave with your that. home. I agree with that. Yes. You huh? don't have to leave your home to go watch this. It's I not agree. a movie. Monday morning, Sunday. If you love the show, well, if I'm you love agree. the show, if you love a show enough to care about it being spoiled, you have to see make- within twelve hours that it comes out, or you don't love it. You can't get mad if you hear something about it because you were the one who didn't watch it on time. That's a little right. over the top. Here's what I want to get it. to, though. There's a there's That's a the guy who doesn't watch TV. There's a, bunch, there's a difference the in Monday morning and Friday. Okay, if you are a fan of this, this is a fan theory. Okay, this is an interesting fan theory about where we are with two episodes left to go. And I just want to throw this out there. This is in People Magazine. All right, the latest theory <laughs> gaining steam on Reddit is that Daenerys might have a far better chance of defeating Cersei than people realize. Because, obviously, this has to do, and I won't do a spoiler, it has to do with how many dragons she has left. And, and maybe that's a concerning number. Maybe she's running out of them. Okay? Or she's doubling down. Or maybe they had babies. Well, uh, so, as of the latest episode, uh, talk about how many, how many she has left. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Everyone's um, seen it. All right. I'm starting Daenerys, episode one. Tonight. Daenerys was left with only Drogon after Ray Gal was shot out of the sky oh, yeah. by Euron Greyjoy. Wait, dude. Hey. And his fleet of forces. I missed that. Euron <laughs> Greyjoy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he looks just like Joshua Jackson, the actor that played Charlie Conway on The Mighty Ducks. Her third dragon, Viserion, was killed and subsequently reanimated as an undead dragon by the Night King back in season seven. But according to this new theory, Drogon who was notably missing in action for a large chunk of time back in Season 5, might actually be female and might have given birth to a whole fleet of baby dragons. Yep. I thought he, so, I thought he was missing time because they couldn't afford it because <laughs> they had CGI that this, wolf Did you see that's why he didn't say bye to Ghost? This theory says that in the fifth season, when Drogon spends almost a whole season gone, he's actually laying eggs and is, in fact, a female... That's why he was burning fields full of sheep, goats, etc. to feed the baby dragons. He's the only one who disappeared. The only one who drove herds and took them all like roasted sheep. I can't tell you how awesome it is to me that Dungeons and Dragons is now mainstream. <laughs> I mean, it is. And it's that's what you say, People Magazine? Yep. Like they like you guys love the show. You're completely wrapped up in the show. There's and a I, lot of gratuitous sex I like in the show. I, I understand how massive the show is. I mean, mm-hmm. it's got to be incredible. I know it's incredible. But what's really funny is if you don't watch the show, just listening to that, 
because yeah. it is total nerd talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's Simple Magazine. That's mainstream. <laughs> it's nerd Dorgon, talk. Dorgon, the Uranian, says the dragon baby. And it's but, like, I, but I would say it's way cooler than a bunch of nerds around a board game in a basement throwing dice because it involves real-life boobies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The boob factor yeah. really took High it over yeah. High boob factor. Hashtag dragon boob. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.